0: Free beers and a movie. Nice. Hello, <laughs> welcome to episode hundred and nineteen <laughs> of Free Beers and a Movie. I'm Richard Laird and I'm with Colin McKay, Ever hey, in the Raven. Yes. Um in Renfield Street. Quite do we ever see it's in Renfield Street? We do, I'll be in, always, do I'll be I put all I tag it on Renfield Street. Alright, oh, it's in Renfield Street. Um, across from Cash Inverters. The skin place I'm gonna say, Ah, ha, ha. the skin place, apparently the, the, the skin. Yeah. Right. Okay, good. <laughs> um, we'll go for the demological audience. It's, yes. a, it's a quiet river tonight. That's it. It's very quiet. Which is weird because there's football. On. I believe there's European games with Rangers and Celtic. Yes, but they not We are in early, career. we finish working early, so that's why. We maybe make, maybe it out hour, up, make it an hour, maybe. It's too. very quiet, but they're playing some really good tunes today. They? Um, yeah. they're, like, they're dire straits and talking heads and stuff. I feel they've changed. They used to be in. Um, they felt like they've changed recently from being what amp. They used to have my iPod essentially. Yeah. It used yeah. to always be like Frank Turner and Dave House yeah. and Count and like and that kind of stuff. Now they're wedding the Nick the Ewer. More of, more of more of mine, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's good though, 'cause it's the other way. We get good tunes. I'm I'm it. The music generally is solid in here. It's generally yeah, quite decent. Yeah. Yes, always as good. Um, yeah. And what are you drinking tonight? Oh, I've went. Um, I've, I've went back the way. Uh, mostly down to financial constraints. along am cold town lager, <laughs> <laughs> which I mean, is actually the cheapest pint in here. <laughs> by, by a decent long way as well. But by a long <laughs> way, we were discussing the price of pints um, and not to disparage what we're drinking in the evening. I think anywhere on the same I think the same. But anywhere in the country is not the same. Drink. It's expensive, isn't drinking it? Drinking is very it's expensive it's, these days. It's yeah. Fucking dear. I mean, then? you can find a pint for under a fiver. You have done well. Yeah. Unless it's ten. Course. Even tennis is getting close to that. I think that's kind of it's I'm, I'm, I'm close to like four quid now. So I mean yeah. it's up, oh, above four pounds now. I mean hang an average night out in Glasgow you're triple figures easily. If you go for it yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally. I mean two beers out with your friends who are right to eat triple figures easily. Easily, nice. yeah. Aye? 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 Absolutely insane. So we're paying for our own podcast. Yeah, essentially. What are you drinking? I am drinking Charlie Don't Surf from Alphabet. Do so, you yeah, have that before? Yes. And here. I think so, yeah. yeah, sure yeah. Has, yeah. I think I as like the will? name. Yeah, I do like the name as well. Yeah, it's nice, nice, simple paleo. Enjoy Is that a racist name? Charlie Don't Surf? No, I think he just doesn't... No, <laughs> how do, how I do think we, how think do we approach were, this one? Was, that, uh, was Charlie used use it as a racial term in Vietnam? Yeah. No, Charlie's the name of the enemy. They used to use other words beginning with G to introduce the enemy. Charlie as well though. I thought Charlie was like a call sign for the enemy. Again, in a derogatory way, though, do so you I mean, I'm going to go and wipe out East Charlie? Do you know what I mean Was so? It? Charlie does not suffer. I'm thinking, are, are you now? I'm now regret my decision, yeah. Are, are you Donald Trump? I'm not Donald Trump, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm more, I am go by the fact that I think if they're using insulting name and any Vietnam film I've seen, Charlie seems to be used in a sense of uh, Alpha, Rival Charlie. We're, we're going after Charlie, Charlie's the enemy. But if they want to insult the Vietnamese, they'll use our. Oh. The obligatory All and Charlie All in Charlie, yes So Charlie I The obligatory term Charlie's not obligatory <laughs> Charlie's a term Rather than saying Vietnamese army Okay Okay I'm going to go with that So I can drink it happily Did they not just say V-C though? I think they did say V-C Yeah I thought Charlie was short For V-C in some way V-C on mm. Aye No, I, I think I think Are Charlie racist In the back I, I, I think so, yeah I, enjoy, I, your, enjoy your beer Your yeah, argument <laughs> is sound But I'm, I'm, I'm choosing not to believe it <laughs> which <laughs> um, fucking weird. Move on from racial with some tours of evening news to football which it's a segue. Nicely done. Yes. So Camel load <laughs> update. Hmm. This week they were playing against the West Disbury and Charlton team. They've got some big names, big and, names and there's yeah. no like simple ones. Win- they're all tongue twisters, yeah, are they? Yeah, like it's all big, it's all usually like double town names and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, was this a midweek game, or was it Saturday? This is Saturday. Saturday, 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 Saturday. Cool. Uh, unfortunately, a 2-1 away loss. Oh, no. They are up 1-0, lost it. Our man was on the bench, that's why they lost. He didn't play? Okay. I, oh, do we know why he didn't yeah, play? I'm not sure. Is he injured? I mm, don't think so. No, we're, we're slightly concerned now about Mike's well being yeah, yeah oh. Mike, Mike do, you back uh, team. as you're right there, um, um, they couldn't be stopped when Mike was in the team yeah and the bench him what happens exactly well, do we know who the manager is how you wanting to take his job well possibly <laughs> I actually do know who the manager is because he follows me on Twitter I can't remember his name right now <laughs> you need to put him a saying no, don't, don't. Don't, don't bench Mike, um, you yeah, know, Mike keep... Mike's like your lucky charm he's like your your mascot and your star although that he win, don't let think? bench yeah. Mike, yeah. Mike is a man who should be winning games for you not anything else Yeah. plus he sponsors us he does yeah. yeah he um, and we like him, him. Also, we have to like Mike we yeah, do and his goal scoring ratio I'm not saying it's great but it's definitely there it yeah, is he's our he's, he's, he's Roy of the Rotters Ian Hayes is the assistant manager of the right. team so I'm not entirely sure who the, the actual manager is well I'm Ian sure. have a look with your boss and, you know sort the you have sorted yeah, out yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just, just wrap it in. do you know I mean yeah. play, 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 yeah. play your strengths get Mike in midfield get Mike in midfield, yeah. midfield. there we go <laughs> <laughs> Mike <laughs> in the midfielder that's a, that's a kids TV show it Mike in midfield. the midfielder <laughs> 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 the adventures <laughs> of Mike But <laughs> on to movie watching now of oh, okay. yeah, which <laughs> From a cinematic point of view I think it's been a very lean month, a lean week for us It has, yeah um, Work, illness, etc Is getting in the way Of going to see anything yeah, in the cinema Yeah, and I've seen everything last week <laughs> So it's, it's, been a, it's been a very slow week Unfortunately What have you seen in the cinema? Uh, absolutely nothing I've seen in the cinema this week Absolutely nothing Nothing, yeah. nothing at all uh, Which is really unusual for you You must be desperate I will see a couple of things on. I've seen something on Probably tomorrow, Saturday and Sunday Is yeah. to sort of make sure I've got a full week Without seeing anything but yeah, it's been very, very Do you strong... feel like you've got cold sweats on? You're, I like, do. you're, you're a bit jittery. Cinema's my happy place. the cinema, at least yeah. once a week, I do feel a little bit upset. <laughs> I know yeah. the feeling you do. You kind of get a bit like, kind of. you start to feel like you oats. owed. Do really? Yeah. Um, I don't even know I've been things. Like, and yeah. they're knocking back around, and I, can I get, that does great on me a little bit. Because there's been a few of the ones that I've seen last week, they're not going to do a lot of business, so they're probably... Well, the farewell's gone. The kitchen's gone as well, The kitchen's pretty much gone yeah. now. Yeah. Um, the gold fence, which I don't think I've seen it, is gone because it was destroyed by the press. Yeah, but that did not get much it did not, love. It got a big release, but did not get any love. No. Um, a couple of little, um stuff like The Last Tree and Tomorrow, they all kind of disappeared, and yeah, just course. Well, Duck Player almost still out and we'll yeah. try and get see something. There's a few um, Chinese movies out there. I've noticed to that to. There's, there's a few Chinese come out. two of them. Two of them One sounds really good though. It's about, I don't know it's a true story, but I don't know about it. It's um, apparently a plane in China, the windshield cracked. And uh, co-pilot basically got sucked halfway out the window, Right. Um, and the pilot had to basically land the plane with a crack in the window, and his co-pilot sucked off, halfway out the, plane. the window. <laughs> I, I wonder, mean, I, I get that's an interesting story, but I mean, how can imagine that would be after the point after you sucked the window? Like, where do you go from there? I don't know, because um, I think the passengers and stuff are kind of obviously there's decompression and all that yeah. stuff. Like, oh, there's a movie in there yeah. obviously Probably. there is cause... seems like more of a scene from a movie maybe uh, <laughs> well start with a very simple home viewing Now, uh, a lot of my stuff is be home viewing but there's stuff I'm going to do more detail oh. um, one simple home viewing I want to watch uh, it's on Netflix Netflix original called Tall Girl what's that about? it's about a girl who's tall <laughs> essentially it's, 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 it's a fish out of water it's a girl who's at school she happens to be a good she's like six foot two um, everyone else at school just sort of mocks her and laughs at her because she's sick of two so she's hoping to find a doom boy who can make her feel like a small lady and feel a tall like boy a, a tall boy she was a tall boy yes. yes, and make her feel more belonging in the world is that a problem? being a tall girl well, I don't know if it was a problem I, you know, I'm, I'm trying to think because you always hear you know, there are always is guys like oh you know I wouldn't date a girl at all and yeah. stuff like that so there is a, some kind of stigma attached to it oh. do you know what I mean I, I, I don't know is it, it a problem possibly could be a thing I don't know I watched right. this film based on the, the recommendation of my 11 year old niece okay. who told me it was very very good and I thought you know what give a girl a shot She for yeah. I watched it it is very sweet it is very charming it's got a lovely message at the end of it I actually quite enjoyed it well. i As I, a tall gentleman myself, <laughs> I understood some you of her... You can relate to a tall girl. I, I'm, aster, I'm aster I, I get where she's coming from. Life is sometimes difficult being very tall. Okay. I would never fucking know because no, I'm no, the, smallest but, yeah, you're the smallest person ever. You're all the smallest person in the room. I'm not. I'm usually quite up there, quite, quite, quite tall. So I get her points. I get what she's meaning. You know? Uh, <laughs> So, like duck does the door. Yes, kind of like that. Yeah. <laughs> People look up at you like, oh, look at me, so tall, you know. Yeah, um, but I'm in Tesco shopping, so I've got to get my son to reach up to the top <laughs> yeah, shelf yeah, and yeah. for me. Yeah, be like Aidan going, going to get me that down. Yeah. Anyway, the, the, you could take the premise of the tall girl being a late one, but it could be any sort of other. Is the sort of thing that you yeah. aside. So it could be if you're the only black kid at a white school, yeah. the white kid at a black school, yeah. if you're the only kid who's into something as well, yeah. you know, that could be the thing yeah. that singles so, yeah, the the you out. Yeah. That, outside, I yeah. um, and it's just her finding about who she is and finding her place in the world and finding her place amongst her peers. You know what? Like I said, it's sweet, it's lovely, it's got a nice message at the end of it, and it's only about 90 minutes long. It's actually it's a nice wee film. Just easy, to watch. Nice we, easy who's, watch. Who's in it? Is there any names in it? Um, oh. Steve Zan. Right, okay. he plays the dad yeah. um, and Angela Kinzig, I missing. Mean, she's in the office American office right. she plays the mother um, the girl in it I think is from is it uh, do you think you can dance or something she's mm-hmm. in that yeah so she's the one of the dancers on that but she's very good she's very well yeah. cool. um, but no one really big of no the that. on that okay. absolutely fine with the film no I, you, I'm convinced. <coughs> <some>, no no <coughs> Not casting any doubts at all. No, it's it's nice ACB nice film. What was um, the one with um Tall Guy? That was a Jeff Goldblum film, wasn't it? Tall um, man. Tall Tall Man was it? Tall guy? Tall Guy, uh, you may be tall guy, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was from the eighties, wasn't it? 90s. I think so, yeah, eighties, late like, eighties maybe. Cool, yeah. Okay. Okay. So sorry, Have <laughs> you watched anything that at home? At home I'm still watching 30 Rock as we've been discussing, um, okay. off off mic. Um I'm still in season one and we're about heading for twenty episodes in. So I've kinda watched yeah, chunk of it. A chunk of it. You've right? got a lot too slow to go. There is a lot to go. A um, slightly an in, in increments, Like kind of at the start, my love for Tracy Morgan was zero. Mm-hmm. I'm now at about two percent. He, he has he does grow on you. He's, grown, he's S- got a charm. very very slowly grown. Yeah. on me. Um, Kenneth's my favourite. Kenneth is lovely. I mean. Kenneth is amazing. He's so so funny. And Alec Baldwin's really good. Yeah. They're they all good in it. Um, even. Tracy, being Tracy's yeah. good, good in it as well. Um, but no, I'm, I'm really enjoying it. It's really kind of sharp with it, and some of, it, some of the, the, the kind of comments in it are just oh, oh. so cutting, so cut. and, and they're still relevant, because it's quite old, isn't it? I'm at least 10 years old. Also, aye. Yeah. And, and some of, anyway. Yeah. yeah, some of it's pretty cutting still, yeah. do you know what I mean? And, and kind of to the bone, and, and relevant to what's going on in the world today. Like, oh, shit, man, it's good. So, yeah, yeah, I'm really, really enjoying it. Um, what's Tina Fabian? but But was she been Saturday exactly Night Live, she was a big one. Like, that. up, movies um, she in? She didn't mean girls, she wrote mean girls as well. Or she co wrote mean girls, I think so. Oh, was she in it? She was a teacher in mean girls. I don't remember, from... Yeah, she's the one. She, made... I don't think I knew who she was she when I watched mean girls. She that's did like, um, maybe baby. No, I've not seen that. No, maybe baby. The baby mama, or something it's called, no. so that's quite funny. And uh, she did one called, what's the one she does with Steve Carell? Date night? I've not seen that it's actually really funny yeah. it's really well done um, I'd like to see more of her stuff because she does seem like she's a really good writer yeah. and great actress yeah. as well so look for one called WTF Whiskey Tango Foxtrot that was out in the cinema last year I missed couple, it a couple years ago it was about she's yeah. basically she's a journalist a, uh, going to Iraq yeah. really serious but really, it's really more black comedy than just straight comedy yeah. um, again very very funny as well I will try and watch it I will watch out as well so. um, yeah. I think Tina Fey films that have, 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 have jump out at yeah. me Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't really think of any right now, but uh, she's, she's got a fairly decent See, back catalogue. Kenan, I've, I've always known the name, but until now I've never really had a solid face to name, and now I know. Doing alright, okay, so that's who Tina he is, but she really impresses him. Uh, it's the Saturday Night Live right. stuff that really sort of made her a big name, America, because she yeah. used to do an impersonation of, I want to See Hillary. Yeah, yeah, I'm thinking probably Hillary um, as well. well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think that's that's the one that um, sort of made her big. In the world. Um, Movie creator, I don't don't think movies have kind of blossomed um, beyond the the 30 rock creator, movies have kind of plateaued at a certain level. She's in stuff like like The Sisters, the big one she's in, Uh, that was a big comment a couple of years ago. Um, That's about it, really, man. So really not been that much interesting must have turned up as most wanted she's in that as well I've she up in that. ages, ages. Um, she yeah. does a lot of writing I take you know, a lot of writing I, um, right. and she just turns up in things here and there yeah. but she's never her, her movie career has not quite reached the same heights as her television career I would definitely say that's that would be fair to say. Mm. But whatever she is in, she is usually pretty funny. Isn't she's solid. I would say Mean Girls is probably one she's most known for. I think she might even get like, a lot of nominations, maybe not an Oscar, but definitely NTV like, awards and stuff like that for writing uh, Mean Girls. Yeah, yeah. cool. Sure, sure. Mm-hmm. But, I didn't know she wrote Mean Girls at all. Yeah. I I never know. That's cool. I But you know, I'm enjoying Fetty Rock. I'm kind of settling into it. And I've got, like I said, we were kind of spare this. There's like six, seven seasons. Yeah. And there's like kind of 20 odd seasons. So I've got, you know, I'm. Fair chunk to get through. Oh, yeah. I barely even run that by a few. I mean, I've still got a long, long way to go. So yeah, I'm I'm kind of settling into it. Um, I don't know what's going to be next, though. So this is this is going to be a wee while watching this, and then I'll pick something else next. Nice. I'm always looking for recommendations. Did um, you start watching Ships Creek yet? Not yet, because i are still finishing off the office. Still? Okay, because yeah, you were saying the office is similar. There's uh, like, like the hundreds of, the of these. We don't stories. watch a lot. We we'll may watch like three or four. Yeah. Um, we'll not watch again for like four or five days. Right. Just right. pick up and i will bored. On and off. Cool. On and off. That's... Pretty much I love watching TV, really. I've, really, I've kind of not done a lot of viewing at all this week, that's been it. Let us run through a few, one, this first one we're going to talk about is one that's in the cinema, and limited release, in the key city release scenario. So it basically means, nowhere north of Watford. London. Basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that film was Hotel Mumbai. Yeah. Um, it is on Sky Cinema, it's not released. Yeah, it's, yeah a, it's a simultaneous release, yeah. yeah. Which is quite a popular thing, just now. Yeah, it's I mean. becoming a thing. People engage in film in the own way, not mm-hmm. being told where to engage in it. And the only problem I've got with that is, if they do put it on Sky, which I totally get, it doesn't get a wide cinema release, because who's going to pay for a film they can watch at home for free? Yeah. So you do miss out on seeing some of these films. Can you imagine The Joker coming out tomorrow and then released on Sky at the same time and it's not been in the cinema? Which you know. is a shame, because... It's a different viewing experience. Absolutely, one hundred percent. In a cinema, like, I know, like the me mean Lorena watch stuff quite a lot. She'll be on her phone looking at the yeah. actors, and, and I'm like kind of trying to, like, you know, treat it like a cinema. Same sort of experience. And, like, just f- you don't got to start going. Yeah. I-, I-, I want a coffee. You pause it. You, you go, up, go and do it and stuff and like that. Like Is inclusion. this? Does it? Would this? Is this better as a cinema movie, or does it hold up as? What would you? As a cinema film, I think it should be in the cinema because I think it's a cinematic enough film to be in yeah. a cinema. Yeah. But in terms of content, actually having it on small screen made it easier because it allowed you to take a breath and walk away from it for five minutes and come back to it. Right. And you'll okay. Get in a minute. So, holding on by directed by Anthony Maris. This is his debut feature. He's done a lot of shorts and stuff before. Right. And the plot of this is about the 2008 terror attacks happened in India. In India. Mm-hmm. Um, so sort of the like train station, couple of hotels, sort of key place around uh, Mumbai city. Um, but the main focus of this one is at the hotel, which is the Taj Mahal Hotel. That's where six gunmen pulled up and started basically executing yeah. the staff and the, the guests and and that sense like that. And it's basically the, the three days of this. City and hotel was in lockdown for yeah. A long long time. Um in the film you got Des Patel. He plays a, a, a guy who works in the hotel. Um, you've got Army Hammer. He plays a guest. Uh, Annam Pam Kerr plays the sort of the head poncho in the kitchen of the hotel. Like um, an kind of Indian actor, very well known, not so much known over here, but very good actor. Um, Jason Isaacs plays a, a Russian <laughs> um, sort of guy. And he plays Russian, sort of, like quite well, I think. Isaacs is, but, yeah, you would look at him and you're like, yeah, he looks Russian. Yeah, he does. He, yeah. yeah, he's got a name weird of Remember him in Death of Stalin, when he plays, the. Uh, I've I never UFC seen Death that, Star, but, right. but you can just see it from him. Do I mean, you would get, like, yeah, if he wants to be Eastern European, he totally fucking it, yeah. will be, yeah. yeah. and you also get Nazeem uh, Bonandi, I think her name is, she plays, like, sort of, um, Army Hammer's wife in it. Right. And um, so, this is, like I said, it's... It's a very dark film, obviously, as you can imagine, a film dealing yeah. with the deaths of so many people. Um, it's a tough, unflinching and, to be honest, quite uncomfortable watch at times because it, it it doesn't, in the same way you watch something like United 93 or July 22nd or The Impossible, it doesn't flinch from what's happening, but it also doesn't make a big spectacle happen. So So most of these guys walking through a hotel and they're just people randomly and just shooting, walking away, shooting the next person, and they don't give it a Hollywood moment of like this person's like sort of crawling for crawling for you know to try and get away, and it's you know it's being a big it's being a big scene about it. Is it's it's it done in a cold, this dispass- cold, yeah. dispassionate way, yeah, which I yeah. think is what this was very much yeah. a cold, dispassionate, dispassionate act. Yeah. yeah. So when you see it on screen like that, it become it does become tough to watch because you're yeah. seeing something that is so inhumane, yeah, and you, and you see it in that light it I think it's when you see stuff like that and you know that there, there's no no Bruce Willis is going to turn up and save the that's day exactly and, it, Yeah. and I think that when it sinks in it's like fuck this happened I think uh-huh. that's when it really kind of you know fucking weighs on you you uh-huh. know stuff like that it you know, really, you know, really it does yeah. the yeah. only reason why that guy was shot is because he happened walking through that corner at that moment you know yeah. yeah. other than that if that wasn't for that he might have in it's senseless and yeah. I think uh-huh. that's what enrages you and saddens you and yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. and because of that like I was saying before this film has definitely got a cinematic escape to it, yeah. but there is moments you do need to sort of just pause it and take a breath. And if you're watching the cinema, you probably couldn't have those moments. Yeah. You've got you got to sit in the you take it all in and the two hours you've got, Whereas this I could pause it while we make a cup of coffee, unfortunately, and, and you know, to try and just take yourself out of the out moment, yeah. yeah. it is yeah. so engrossing and but so brutal at the same time that yeah. it becomes really hard to watch. Um Casts are all excellent, they all bring what to the are I to bring to the role. Obviously, <coughs> they do sort of big up the army hammer role, and it's just Isaac's role, which again is suppose just to give yourself sort of an inroad into the story. Money for the fucking stars, you you stars know, I, get, I get that. Yeah, totally yeah. makes sense. Um, but there are genuine ones of real proper tension in it. Right. You know, when it's you know you think someone's getting hunted, or someone's trying to keep themselves quiet, or a baby quiet because these guys are around, and it's it, it, it does feel you do feel to be genuinely very tense watching it. The the biggest issue I had with it was the focus on the hotel attack, which makes sense. That's the big, that's a showboat moment. That was a moment people remember. People recall from it. But it lacks a full context of what's actually happening in the city. So they tell you that they can't get help there for three days. It's not about because they can't get special forces there for three days. They don't tell you why that's the case. Right. Okay. Right. So I'm kind of going, "Fucking hell!" If a building in Britain gets held up by like... Six terrorists. I'm pretty sure that you know SAS and the special forces were be there within response seems to be there you know Aye. 30 minutes. So ah, they'll be there, yeah, yeah. So, why yeah. can you do it in three days to get like a And it's obviously because these, these attacks were kind of, and I think there's also I think there's a lot of bureaucracy in India as well, right? Um, and maybe that's the problem. This is like this is an Indian event which we all know about, but we don't know the ins and outs of. Whereas, we watch something like, say, like, United '93, have you seen that? one, yep. it's all about the flight that got hijacked and didn't crash into the building, it didn't yeah. crash the field yeah. um, during 9-11. We all know the context of when that happened and how it happened, so when they're in their phones trying to find out what's happened, we know what's happened, we yeah. know what the situation is, so everything they do is in the context of what we know where is, what, what's happening. I didn't really know what was happening in India at the time, why this thing was happening. Yeah. So I, 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 I'm not quite in the same mind frame when I'm watching something. Because like your this. brain's like, help them, Yeah. Why? Yeah. Do you, do you, there's no, why would you wait three days? That was fucking stupid. Do you know oh, what I mean? Yeah, it taking so long. But as you say, obviously there was the There might have been reason, years. and maybe if you're, if you're an Indian person who watches this and you know the story, maybe if you know going story more than me, you understand what the situation is yeah. behind it. That's, I find a bit frustrating there's a film made for a Western audience, to a great degree, but it didn't fill in those gaps. Right. Well, there was a the, the documentary made in about 2009 I think it was, right. which done a lot more with filling in those gaps from what here. So, maybe So were the, were the hotel staff were they the kind of heroes of the piece? Yeah, they, they, yeah. They, they could have escaped at times and they chose not to. They chose to stay behind and help the guests and help them stay hidden and stay safe and try and got them out of, right. the, of the hotel and that's what the story's all about. So, so, can I humanity story as yeah, well from, from yeah at yeah. the moment there's the worst of humanities on display there's also some of the best humanity you yeah. could cut yeah. and run but choose not to and okay. um, so really it's it's I film you only watch once I can't really seem ever going back to watch it right um, but it's definitely a, a well worth your time if you're a bit more that is a particularly brutal and sort of tough watch, think, right, okay. watch. Um, out out I'm, go, I'm going to watch it I will I'm going to catch it I'll it. yeah, it, give it seven and a half out of ten very solid for a, do you remember, for a kind of Sky joint venture right yeah. mm-hmm. I don't think Sky were involved in the production of no, it I think they picked it up after it was made which I think a big difference a bit like some of the Netflix stuff that's picked up after it's made right okay uh, so so you it, different, a different, different quality different quality yeah okay cool okay. um, next up change of track for the next film it's so on Netflix um, not a Netflix original just happens to be on Netflix and it's called The Man Who Killed Hitler and then Bigfoot Okay. Okay. Uh, a great big guy called Robert D. Kraskowski, um, starring Sam Elliott. Oh, the the mustache the and must- the voice. Yeah, and Sam Elliott is the best mustache. is oh. isn't he I was talking to people working, said, hey, "Who's in it with Sam Elliott?" And went, What's he in? I'm going, it's "Sam Elliott." It's Sam fucking Elliott. Yeah. I don't, I he, you don't it. need to say what he's <laughs> in. He's, he's fucking Sam Elliott. I, I honestly could not think of a Sam Elliott film. I, I basically said, "Oh, he's the brother in Starspore." I'm thinking, he must be in more stuff than that to be Sam Elliott. He, he is. Next to Ken. It's my go to. Not next to Ken, I'm sorry, Roadhouse. Roadhouse? That's what you're yeah, talking about. Yeah, everyone. Can, and see if someone says, What's well, Roadhouse? That's when the conversation stops. You're like, know, You know, we're, we're not chatting anymore. I can't be your friend. Yeah, you I know. went Big Lebowski. No, I'd have gone to Roadhouse, Roadhouse. for it. Was he them. in um, the right stuff as well? I don't think he was, no. no he he should be, have been. He should have been in the fucking right yeah, stuff. yeah He would have been perfect. perfect slot for right in stuff. any fucking um, I, it, said, I said Grandma as well. Remember that film, Grandma? He plays at the the divorce guy in it I remember seeing that um, and I said Ghost Rider as well <laughs> Ghost Rider yeah Ghost Rider's not bad too so. yeah, yeah he's, a, he's Hulk as well he's in Hulk he's in Hulk he's in Hulk well. as yeah, well yeah uh, and stuff. but yes as we all know he's Sam like him, Elliot he, can he is he's, he's, he's like the moustache of Hollywood yeah him or Tom Selleck who Who would you say was Sam the Elliot. definitive really Sam Elliott that's a tough one I, don't, I, I, kind of, I would like to say Sam Elliott but I don't know I think Tom Selleck probably more relatable to most people. You said, do you know what I mean? Like name a Hollywood mustache, Charlie Chaplin, I think, or Tom Selleck. Pink maybe Carleton. your top, your top two. We're I working. think you're probably right. But We're doing family fortunes. survey services. Uh, you think you would get more? I think I think Chaplin, uh, Chaplin would get more, and then Tom Selleck, and then possibly Samuel. A Crouch from maybe. Okay. Oh, okay. do you know what this? Oh, that's a podcast we've isn't it? Um, is. is. Anyway, back <laughs> to the man <laughs> <Sorry>. who killed Hitler <laughs> so, and then Bigfoot. Right. The story is essentially it's a guy who is. Sam Elliott is an ex-American sort of hero, forgotten hero, who it's not spoiling it, in the start of the film, he kills Hitler. Okay? So Okay. basically the government called up the idea of him killing they made it out and killed himself because it was better PR and stuff like that, so but he kills Hitler. Okay? And how he does it, phenomenal. Um so but he is tasked to kill Bigfoot. Because Bigfoot exists in this world, <laughs> but Bigfoot is basically the source of the avian flu. So, it came from Bigfoot, it went to the birds and then the, and the birds have got out and they've um, infected the population. So don't kill Bigfoot, the breeders will continue to spread. So he's tasked oh. to go into the Colorado wilderness and kill Bigfoot. Tell me this is a comedy at this point. No. It's, it's a really dark, it's kind of, not quite sinister, but it's like, kind of, it's a, it's like a, a, an old gunman looking back upon his life and trying to bring real of what he's done. Did he do good in his life? Does he want to... What's his legacy in life? Okay. Framed by the fact of, like, killing Hitler and going after Bigfoot. This is fucking insane. It is the same. And under... <laughs> and I'm with any other actor in the role, you could easily put Bruce Campbell in this role, which would be phenomenal. Yeah. But it would be a very schlocky B-movie, probably played more for laughs, probably played more for, like, you know, the, the, the situation, and it would be very tongue-in-cheek. Yeah. He put Sam Elliott in the role, and suddenly it's taken to a different level. The B-movingness disappears. Yeah. And it has this real gravitas of, you know, realism. Because you take he Sam seriously. Oh, yeah. You, you know, even when he's been funny, you take fucking Sam seriously. You know, if he says something, you pay attention when he's listening to that shit. Yeah. Nobody laugh when Sam laughs. Oh. That's, you know, that, that's... you so, so get this really sort of battle-weary performance of, like a, of a simple guy. Yes, because Sam Elliott is a pretty decent-aged man now. Oh, yeah. All conclusionarian. Maybe 70s, well, maybe 70s, maybe early mid 70s or something like that. You yeah. know, so he's playing it in that way but he, at the start of the film he beats up like, these, like three guys that try to rob him and it's fucking amazing because like oh my god <laughs> it's killing those guys um, believable but yeah totally believable yeah, yeah totally <laughs> believable. Um, it is a slow burner so it does take its time to get where it's going and build up and it's like it, it's just him sort of it's got an almost patterson feel to it right it's okay. oh, him that's sort of in his town talking to people and sort of just existing but at the same time he's casually like, going to fucking kill Bigfoot I food. killed it. and uh-huh. I'm going to kill Bigfoot that's uh-huh. fucking nuts um, is it one of these ones that is Is it going to be a film that the title will draw people in and then they'll drop yes. out 10 minutes in there, I, this this isn't what I thought it was going to show. I see. really could see it it's definitely got that feel of a, a film that people expect maybe a B-horror movie type yeah, thing yeah. And in reality it's really not it's, just, it's a very good title for the film but yeah. it's, it's a very literal title for the film as well yeah. But yeah, it's definitely got that feel about it and I think if, if you go going to those expecting like a B-movie or, you know, that kind of it's creature oh, feature almost comedy, yeah, It's, it's not really not up. that. It's Who directed this? A guy called Robert B. Krajowski I don't think he's anything in the past. No. But definitely it's really, really well done and um, it is at times a bit overly slow it takes a yeah. bit time to get there which kind of something to expect with Sam Elliott. The other problem is Sam Elliott's amazing you're not going to insult Sam Elliott if he is Sam Elliott. Yeah, yeah. Some of these dialogue in this becomes almost incoherent he mumbles, he, yeah. He's, yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he is mumbly, yeah, I, he yeah. even things like A Star Is Born, there's times where you're like... It's the draw is so low as yeah. well, it's just, it's, if you turn your bass up, you can even bumble the floors. you know, it's, so a few times i going like, going, I need to put subtitles on I don't understand, it, but then, if, if you were directing Sam Ellick, would you say, Sam, can you, mm. yeah, exactly Exactly, <laughs> how do you tell Sam you're doing something wrong? Yeah, you exactly, you're like, okay, that's a, that was good, Sam, keep going Yeah, <laughs> again, it's a 90 minute long film, it, it moves at pace, it Bottom up page, but it, it gets where it's going, yeah. A lot yeah. Of time, but it, it doesn't overstate it, it labours but deliberately. Ah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, and yeah. uh, it doesn't overstate its welcome. And I genuinely really found something from it, and I really enjoyed Sam Elliott in it. How it, the fuck did you stumble across this? I wanted to see it ages ago, um, right. it, it didn't end in the always, but back sort of back, back of Empire, actually, right? Okay, and um, also in the film, you've got Ron Livingston, he plays. um uh I'm a government guy. when to have to talk to him. And Aidan Turner plays someone in the town. He's from The Hobbit, and he's in it. as well Which one is he in The Hobbit? Philly, the one of the one of the hobbits. One of the, take your pick. Take a pick. One, one of the one seven, of the war. seven of the fucking dwarves. Yeah, yeah one one the, Interchangeable. yeah. Interchangeable. Yeah. 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 Yeah, but no, it's, it's on Netflix. It's a really decent, well done film, and I think it's well worth looking at. And don't think the title is what it is. It's, it's definitely it's, it's, it's definitely a lot it. deeper and more soulful. You look genuinely. Impressed with yourself we've seen it, you and you kind of, I knew kinda I, I not know kinda of what it was. Yeah. I I didn't go completely raw to it, thinking it was gonna be another thing. I, I think other people will go into it like that, but it's it go into it expecting something a bit more people before you will enjoy it. All cool. Though. Yeah. Sounds uh, interesting. Very uh, 10 seven and a half. Good. Well So And well, uh, well. I've talked a lot of smoke calls so and move on to the next one is you saw a film in the cinema this morning. In this whoa i I seen a cinema release. Yeah. Um last night I went to see Judy directed by Rupert Gould, who directed the film True Story a couple of years ago. The oh, the one with Jonah Hill, I didn't know. <laughs> Franklin yeah. Hill, yeah, yeah. Franklin's not really in there. He's, he's a boo him just now, isn't he? Franklin, Yeah, boon him, yeah, yeah, we don't like Franklin anymore. So, and, um, which is a shame, because we do like Franklin. Yeah. The plot of the film is what I'm glad to believe. It's not set during our heyday, it's set like 30 years later. It's set in the last... Last year of her life, six months before she dies, so it's yeah, just yeah, a very very yeah. small chunk chunk well, of. It's not, it's not a full biography. No no, 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 not not by any stretch at all. Um, it's very specific time frame. You know, it's, 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 she's been through four divorces at this point. Um, Liza's all grown up, and you know, and her kids and. and Liza her uh, Manelli. Awesome, that's a thought. yeah. I've um, her. And you know, hard. She, she's feeling hard times. She doesn't have a lot of money, and you know, introduces her as you know. Into in a hotel, and them saying we never to have a with you, you can't pay your bills, you know. And her being outraged because her kids are there and stuff right. like that. And you know, I'm a star and stuff it's like that. Them. So it is, yeah, you know, it's, it's very much when you know she she's in a very dark, dark low place. And it just kind of, I think it looks like about three or four months between you know, then and kind of doing some shows. Um, doesn't take you up to when she dies, which is not a bad film for doing. And that's it. Um, one and thing, the film, good playing Judy Garland, um, Renee Zellweger, and also um, the film, we've got Finn Whitlock. Finn Whitlock plays. I don't know the actor. I don't know who's playing. I know he's in it. I don't. I don't. Rufus Sewell. Rufus Sewell was in it as well. He plays one of her husbands. Uh, Michael Gambon. Michael Gambon is in it very, very briefly. Okay. Um, but me, me and Lorraine to see when we were speaking about this. And um, people like Gambon and stuff like that, I think they of such gravitas that they can come into a movie for five minutes, do something, and you're just like, wow. You're, you're yeah, always. It's like, if you want. It, Slim Christopher Plummer yeah yeah they, they just do so, so they don't need to be in a movie they need to be in a wee chunky movie and mm-hmm. they just boom, well, they lend well it mean, so so much so he's not in it a lot but when he is he's like, and the girl you like from that fucking silly western thing yeah. she was in it as well um, not 100% convinced by her but she wasn't she wasn't terrible okay. aye. Um, aye so overall, overall thoughts overall thoughts was um, if Zellweger doesn't win an Oscar I will be Shot. really, really surprised. Um, and I know how much industry loves giving Oscars to films about industry and stuff yes. like that. Not on that basis. Her performance is fucking... Wow. Is there a sense, though, in this film, that the performance of Zellweger is infinitely better than anything else in the film? I, at times, but you know what? It's okay. Okay. Um, the, the, the way they, they kind of do it is when she's been... Judy. and I, I didn't know much about Judy, I've seen Wizard of Oz, yeah. um, and maybe kind of a bit of space in but I, 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 I don't know a whole lot about her, so when you see her kind of, you know, being Judy, you're like, Jesus Christ, you she, know, you're, you're kind of taken. See, when she sings, yeah. you are just at a whole different level. Is and, she doing her own vocals? Or? Her own vocals, okay, and honestly, uh, the, the, the first song she does, um, it just takes you, and you, you just forget that anything but that's Judy Gally wow this honestly I was proper fucking blown away by the performance she's given it is and as I say a lot of the movie is you know it's something. but just on her performance she carries that movie she carries it with to get an Oscar and if she doesn't there's but that's just that's to me some of the problem with biopics generally in that the performance of the person playing the title role is usually almost straightforward you look at things in like um the Johnny Cash one with and Phoenix. Mm-hmm. He's phenomenal. Um, thingy is great as... Uh, Reese Witherspoon is great as... Was it, it Rosanna? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, um, yeah. She's fantastic as her. Um, the rest of the film, a bit black. I mean, it's a safe Ray, story. Same um, idea, yeah. Jamie Foxx, fantastic yeah. as Ray. Yeah. Um, what's the one, Get On Up, the one with um, Charlie James, James Brown? James yeah. Brown, yeah. He's fantastic. This is the film, a bit black. This is the same, the same but way. she, she totally... Definitely for of, her performance. Absolutely, 110. Um, and in terms, I'm sure there was much more interesting periods of Judy's life that yep. they could have focused on, and there's much more drama and stuff like that. Um, but again, her performance just shined above all of that. She, she captures you so much that it doesn't matter. Do you know what I mean? You just want to see her. Being that kind. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm. Well it a massive fan about that area you of Hollywood She she really, really enjoyed she knew a bit it. more about the history and stuff for like that than I did and I was asking her a lot of stuff about, you know, the, the kind of movie producers and stuff at like that time and were they so mean to you and stuff like oh. that. And she was like, Yeah, that's yeah. It's all true. Um, so yeah, she 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 the same as me, you know, she she was just mesmerised by performance mm-hmm. as well. And um, one thing that really annoyed me is is I've been reading a few reviews about it. And I keep reading this thing as, like, oh, you know, look, look, why wasn't Liza in it more, and why didn't him, Cos it's not about it's not fucking story. Liza Minnelli, it's like about Judy it. Garland, yeah. yeah. do you know what I mean? And it's, like, why does do she have to be, like, yeah. she fucking doesn't, do you know what I mean? Like, she's in it briefly, for a wee stint, like, you know, hi mum, but that, that's it. How old is, is Liza Minnelli at this point in time? She, I think she's, like, in you know, her 20s, maybe. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, what? it's, like, do you know why does it fucking matter do I mean yeah. it's about Judy Garland yeah. you know this. just what it was um, the other thing I liked about it as well was they had a girl playing young Judy kind of when they were making Wizard of Oz mm-hmm. uh, she was great as well she, she was amazing as well um, you do it's quite a heavy film there right. is kind of a few chuckles in there where kind of witsisms and stuff mm-hmm. like that and um, you kind of play a nice nod to you know mm-hmm. it's a kind of gay icon as well yeah 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 they play a nice nod track, right? you know, there's a kind of couple of gay guys and there that are super fans and stuff yeah, like okay, that, which okay. is really, really well done. But it is, it's quite a heavy film, yeah. and you know, there's there's a few bits in it where you kind of get a wee lump in your throat and stuff like that. You know, I think it does give you a sense of how she got treated and how that made her, destroyed her, you know, kind of tore her down and stuff like that. And your film wise, how much of the film uh, is Renee we got on screen for? 90 percent. of it. Um, She's on there. I 90 percent of the time she's she's on there. You know, unless say, but whenever she's on there, she she's not. The thing is, she's you, you watch something, and you're always aware that's this person playing that person. Yeah. There genuinely times in this where you, you forget. You yeah. know what I mean? You, you totally forget. That's over Zellweger. That doesn't enter your mind. It's, it just goes completely from yeah, you. Okay. And I think for any actor actress to do that. Yeah. It's just, you know, I think that's when they're, they're, they're transcended. Is when yeah. you watch and you forget that's a person playing a person, they become that part so much. So absolutely, absolutely stunning film. What yeah. I'm getting from you is her performance is, the thing you watch in the rest of the film is a little bit. It's, it, it's very. Beige, yeah. yeah, absolutely. And like I said, they could have done a lot more with it, more or less, a better time frame, stuff like that, but. Her performance is so good that you know it will carry this film for a million years. So she won an Oscar for it. I hope. I, I genuinely hope so. She doesn't. Um, I, I don't know what's the with Hollywood, She doesn't. She's amazing. Yeah. And, and It, it has been a point of Hollywood love to in Hollywood. Yeah. yeah. So it's got a lot of things in it. Cool. She, she did. Like, I'm not a fan of Seligard. I never have been. But yeah, I would not take this away from her. I'm not in a heartbeat. So, I mean, no, she, no. she deserves an Oscar for it. She is truly fucking phenomenal. Wow. And. Yeah, her singing, you know, stuff like that. She, she's just got the character perfectly. everything. I think she'd done practice with a voice coach for a year, leaving up it and stuff, stuff like that, so she put in the work as well. But she's got the voice, the mannerisms, you know, I mean, she's kind of just got it all. She just, she, she has to the girl. Well. It really is. Well. Out of ten? Yeah. Out of ten, I would give it a solid eight and a half out of ten. But well, how much of that is her performance? it yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, is, is uh, you're not telling it, me that, no, that's, that's what I've heard that's what I've heard about this yeah. film so far is it's it's a very beige film it's following yeah. the same lines as any other musical biopic um, but her performance is above and everything it, I don't think you need to know too much about no, no. Judy going in do you know I mean you, you all come out and you all raise questions which again I always like I always like coming out feeling like I have to go and you know Wikipedia or look up something and I that think like a good film should do that it should you make want. you want to learn more and, and that done it for me and I did learn more about myself for that awesome. but, um, yeah fuck yeah go and see it yeah that's, that's, that's in the cinema now that's in the cinema now yeah, yeah. Um, last film very simple one it's on Netflix Netflix original again called In the Shadow of the Moon directed by Jim Mickle who directed um, Stakeland and Colin, Colin I haven't Is it, it sounds very boring it seems a little boring okay, it's, okay. Yeah. Um, it's it's a cool. vampire one yeah. yes but cause a realistic vampire aye like, vampire's new world yeah Um the thought of this one, of the Moon, is it sense it's some murders that keep taking place every nine years. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you think, I will think maybe, maybe like a kind of tomb thing, something like a hibernation, but it's not. It's got like a kind of time travel element to it. So this person is travelling through time killing these people. And it's this detective, Lloyd Holbrook, investigating why that's happening and who it is, and trying to convince it is everybody else in the apartment that this is what it is. It's not... It's, it is a time travel thing. How? Oh. Why nine, Right, so why nine years in time travel I don't get? Because, apparently... Without the, g- giving that it away. It's usually. something to do with the moon, when the moon's in a certain shadow, they make it as it, it, a pseudo-science of, so at this point, the time travel is more possible because of the, 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 the energy... That's it. no, cool, that's cool, they like it. You know, yeah. fuck, it doesn't make any sense, yeah. they, they, they stick to it, they hold on to it, that's fine. Did they sell it to you? Was it? Did they sell it to you? Are you like, yeah, okay. Well, I didn't really believe it, but I'm thinking, right, at least, at least <laughs> they've got a reason they've got a reason and you have Boyd Holbrook plays a cop who's invested who's he? he is I remember Logan the bad guy in Logan oh yeah cool right, yeah. guy okay. he's in yeah. that yeah. um, Michael C. Hall oh yeah. Dexter he plays yeah. the um, other protectors um, Cleopatra Coleman uh, plays the killer who's been through time and you've got uh, Bokeem Woodbine who plays another detective in protectors what's his name? Bokeem Woodbine what a great fucking name event. that is uh, like the hardest name ever yeah. what a man in a stuff as well so the, idea the sci-fi thriller, I love a sci-fi thriller, I like the serial killer element, there's a nice point to it, a nice twist on it, how they've done it, you know, this idea. because the time-travel serial killers, is a, it's not an overly exposed genre. Other than that one that you all talk about, about, the Jack the Ripper. Oh god, I love that one, the serials one where he basically gets his machine, I can remember what it's called, Hands and Ripper movie, I don't know, it's fucking amazing. McDowell. Aye, so McDowell yeah, yes. yes. no, I, I want to watch it I, no. I can never find it. Uh, I'll try and track it down for you. That's a brilliant film. Yeah, right? It's you such you a good go idea, though, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. So, that one, other than that, there's not really that many great sci fi killer films. There's not. Time traveling sci fi killers. It could be. That's a movie type right, it? Oh. Time travel and sci-fi killers. killers yeah. <laughs> so, I like the kind of uniqueness of that, and I enjoyed it. The yeah. people call probably telling me there's a thousand movies like this, but I really honestly couldn't think of one. Yeah, yeah. yeah apart from the one that you mentioned yeah. about. The Time Machine. Yeah. The Time Machine one. Um, Casts are all very good. You know, they're all very good actors. Um, no real problems with anybody in the film. A um, couple of problems I have with makeup effects. I mean, people look really older. You know, we you get a young actor, and you, do, you, know, you put some hair on them or something. The same thing they did with Charlie and Patillion. Yeah. It is something. Called, because is it only Disney that it can do this properly? It seems to be that the ah, you're the only ones that have nailed it. It's kind of, it feels like, you know, like, making them grow a straggly beard doesn't necessarily make, yeah. them, make yeah. them older, you know. It's just, yeah, you know, so dark in the eyes. That's a, that, that's a minor thing. Yeah. From, um, direction keeps stuff moving, but it does slow down more than these two times. It, it focuses too much on some stuff, when it can maybe move on a little bit and get, get the movement to other parts of the story. Bad a bad writing? I get that both, you know, I get that yeah. both, you know, it's sort of just it's a general lack of pace at times, okay? And, as of any time travel film, once you introduce time travel... You've got to play by the fucking rules, though. So, and yeah. it does play the rules, but it does get convoluted, right. you know, and you, you do start sort of going, no, that doesn't make sense, and then you start thinking, wait a minute, if she did that, and did that, and did that, and that would stop that from happening, so, it's like anything else, the time, time travel film will always fall apart. As soon as you look at a time travel film, it will always fall apart. Okay. Do you not agree? Yeah, no, totally, yeah. You you t- you, time travel is dangerous, you know, you've, you, you've got to know, first of all, oh. the rules, and you've got to understand, oh. your know, fucking continuity. Of yeah. Going like, back section. if down on the rules of, of, of um, time travel, but there's still mega problems about the future. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know. There isn't many, really, there can't, is, if I, is there anything that don't? The t- I suppose the time machine's pretty good. I think machine's pretty close, yeah. We watched that last month or so. Yeah. I showed Gillette for the first time. What, one? Oh wow, mate, well done you. Yeah. And I love it. Yeah, not the one with Guy pierce. No. Which was alright as well, yeah. No, I'm not no, no, like Pearce, no, well. no, original, I love the original film. No, I do love both of them, yeah. Um, so, when it does get into time travel, when it gets problematic time travel stuff, it's a little bit convoluted, you're going, mm, I'm, I'm seeing a lot more holes appearing in the story right now, yeah. which we expected, no real issue with that. Um, the ending at that point seems a little bit rushed, like it pushes forward yeah. floor too quickly, and there is a supposed twist in the ending, which if you don't see coming, you're a bit of an idiot. Yeah. Okay. It's it's not a bad ending. I'd totally buy it. And but it's they make it out of something. Like, oh, and we going Well, I saw that coming. Is that a Scooby-Doo ending? Yeah. Of course well, I saw that coming. I absolutely low. um But it works. Yeah. It works. Um, as a film, I think it's like good. It's a 110 minutes or that. It's not even. It's not. It's just. Chapter. Yeah. Chapter. we i not going film put the time yeah. kind of that movie. Um, What's a good, a good Saturday night lying on the couch movie Getting good, a, good, a good solid thriller. Nothing, nothing spectacular, but definitely a decent entry in the Netflix arsenal. Cool. So, quick question for you. Yeah. Oh, we'll questions. 7 out of 10 for it, by the way. So, oh, sorry. Yeah. You've been jailed for your I think, yeah. I think you've It's you've missed cinema stuff, so you're like, you know, I need yeah. to score stuff and here you go. Right, quick question. Who's your favourite editor? I really like Sally Menke. What does she do? She's done all the Tarantino stuff. Right, okay. And you can know how good an editor Salamenke was yeah. when you watch the film that she didn't do when she passed away. So the first film she didn't do, I believe, was in Glory's Bastards Bastards, I'm right I'm thinking. Right. And, and you can see how that film labels more than, say, anything that came before it. Right. So, Glory's Bastards, Django, and then H.O.L.A., and then... The last what? one there, once in a while, So you can see the same editor then, since then, and, can, and you can see with Tarantinos yeah, that... The, Did she what? with other people before Tarantino. Is in, in the Turtles movie? I'm trying to correlate her to Turtles to Tarantino and I think can't she's, do she's, it. she's good at her job. Tarantino yeah. liked her, I think, is one of the things where she in Tantino had a working relationship, had a good, strong working relationship. She yeah. could say no to him and I think that's a big thing about an editor. An editor and a filmmaker have to have trust each other. If one of them says no or they fight on it, they both know it's going to be the best thing for the picture. But you have a problem is when editors tend not to get on well with each other yeah. or get on for the director. If I see more than one editor on a film, I think it's an issue. But you watch something like Transformers and there's six editors, you go, right, some just them have a real plot. Real, might be an issue here. So, if it's a trust thing, trust and partnership, you know, yeah. you've got, you know, we're doing this, uh-huh. you need to trust that I know what you don't need. Ah, yeah, Because like, like, you think you need, need everything I know you don't no need. need. Yeah, that's exactly, exactly yeah. it, yeah. And yeah. um, the other one is George Miller's director, who is his wife, whose name I'm just trying to remember right now. She directed Mad Max Fury Road, oh, sorry, edited Mad Max Free Road, and, you know, and that film is a phenomenal movie, and part of the film that makes it phenomenal is. How well it's cut yeah, together. That, that film is costing an inch of its life to yeah. make it to make it work. Yeah. And that's Margaret Sixel. Right. Um, she's done a lot of, um, from that. She's Does done she do the other Mad Max films as well? I'm um, just double checking this now for you. She did. Um, she's done most of his films, so I'm assuming she's maybe done Mad Max. Yeah. Um, no, she hasn't. She's done um, from Fury Road. Uh, from Bay Pig in the City, Happy Feet, and then Mad Max Fury Road for George yeah. Miller. But Fury Road is that—that's like a supremely life. edited film, yeah. isn't it? You know that there's nothing in there that's wasted. Nothing. No. at all. Every fucking second of that film, you know, yeah. moves it. I think moves, moves, moves. I think like. I think you should, an editor's a bit like a referee. You shouldn't notice a good referee, you shouldn't notice a good editor. Yeah. No, yeah, absolutely. Someone's yeah. good at their job like that, you will not notice somebody at their job. Yeah. I put the mic to, you know, like a bass player. Yeah. Yeah. The bass is there. Do you know what I mean? And, oh. you know, it should just it should push the rhythm of the film yeah. along and if it doesn't yeah. it's when when it's when it's off, that's when I notice it. it seems, it seems yeah. bad Like for example, it won an Oscar, I you don't know how it won an Oscar, but we mean Rhapsody. Which editors went on and said about that one? for it they were saying, like, oh, you know, that, that's, like, that's a fucking editing faux pas right there. You yeah. know, and this is editors saying that. You know, I think that's... Yeah. So, yeah. Like, so, Charlie Menke's last film was Inglourious Basterds talking. Right. So, that's when I think, when you look at Django, and you look at um, Hateful Eight, yeah. and you look at the worst part of Hollywood, you can see there's a definite... It's different, and it's definitely weaker in Django editing mm-hmm. than it was in Hateful Eight. It's, it, it's got, it's, it's got better. because You see the he's building up his trust again with his editor. Yeah. What about um, director editors? So Kevin Smith's a great example. Okay, well, Kevin's self-indulgent. Think enough, so. He said he's always an editor more than a director. So he actually crafts a film. Like, mm-hmm. when, he's, when, he's, when he's directing a movie, he is shooting it as a, like I know what I need. Same way, Robert Rodriguez, he's an editor as well. He shoots what he needs, to Torreberg as well. Mm. They shoot what they want, they don't give options. So, there's not much. So, they're filming what they need and not, you know, yes. I don't need to cut because what filming is. They know what they're looking for. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the difference. Who yeah. else? I think all the editors I'm a big fan of, film, film editors, I mean, who else? Who else is big? Who else is film? big? Yeah, um, um, The Spielberg? I think. Who is Spulberg? The Spielberg has got the same line up, trying to get the other right mm-hmm. now. Uh, a few of them, actually. Mm. I can't remember who the director, who the editor stuff right now. Sorry, I uh, just had uh, to... You're throwing this at me, I used to it's, know it's, this stuff. It's good, but it's, hey, you know, this is your passion, sir. It is um, a passion, I do yeah, know most of them. I know you do, you uh, know. Michael Cahn was Spielberg's editor for a long, long time. Right. Um, I think he's still, no, I think he's passed away now, Michael Cahn. So there is definite relationships, you know, there's like, this is my editor, you know, you know. It's like, not what Michael Cahn's still alive, he's, he's everything Spielberg's done over the past, like, god knows how long. And, you know, Spielberg's gold. There you go. So yeah. do you think there is, you know, that there the, is a definite, you know, this is my, the, I work with them. Oh, absolutely. I think it's akin to, what like you said, like a drum and a bass player, yeah. a guitarist and a, you know, say, yeah. it's, you it's, it's a, partnership a partnership that makes magic. Yeah. Because a film is crafted as much when it's edited. Oh. It's, it's, it's written, that's when the story's laid down. Yeah. They film it, yeah. and then they craft it. And, and you you look at films, you see how, if you watch outtakes of films, how if you see the first take, first one they had, or this what's we are going to be, and there's a couple of, maybe, two extra lines in it, and you go, mm. it doesn't work. You put it in the film, they take the two lines out of it, and it works, and you go, that's what you need to do for them, take those two lines out of that film make it work. Because, when I mean, you we to play the comedies, when they have the director, they have the cast do sort of, like, riffs back and forth. Yeah. yeah. And you, go, you know, I mean, can you cut it after a minute, not after... Two minutes, you know. You yeah. know. So it's a massive part of what I film. Films. Cool, yeah. cool. You learning something today? Uh, d- always, sir. Always, I, I'm enjoying your, your passion and, and enthusiasm. Yeah. yeah. It's, a, I it's one thing you notice when they're, when they're bad, well you notice know, when good. Yeah. yeah. A bit, I think a Which thing it should that should be, you know, the rule for life. Pretty much, uh you know, if something's good, then you know it should shouldn't stand out. It's been good, you know. That should be. You know what song for yeah. being. you know, yeah. In, in you know, Shane should stand out, no oh, something. I uh, mean yeah, yeah. I mean you know, like Sally Menke should, I mean, you look at Pulp Fiction for example works. Kill Bill's a great example of volume one. Yeah. That film is edited fucking supremely. Yeah. you know. Um, I i I can't I don't know who directed Hulk by Ang Lee, but that's a fucking great edited film. <laughs> a terrible film, film well I think I think film but it looks like yeah. it looks a common movie. They know exactly what they've got from yeah. that film when they've made it into that film. Yeah. Um Shaun the Dead, stuff like that, Hot Fuzz, they Crackingly ready to film there. Scott Pilgrim as well. and all that kind of So barely a deal. Cool. Yeah. Um, that's much for this week. Next week out, we have got. Well, we might touch on Judy again because I might go and see Judy. You should go and yeah. see. I really, honestly, genuinely yeah. think you know I, I would go and see it. Still, yeah, i you've got ready or not. As, as a film lover, go and see Judy. Yes, yeah. Yeah. If i you got ready or not, it's still out. But if you can, I know yeah. it's just kind of a more good motion. Yeah. If you can, yeah, I think you'll enjoy um, it more than me. Yeah. Add Astra is out as well. Still, I might again, try again, so and need to because I know because I need. The I have rumors there is a Brad Pitt versus um, Zombie Monkey fight in it there is yes ok so <laughs> um, <laughs> which I didn't know and when it happened I was the happiest man in well, the, the, the fucking uh, the sort of inward looking society, I'm holy fuck he's like a zombie uh, monkey <laughs> yeah I was just so, you know Lillian looked at me and she, really, she could see the knee in your face yeah. and just, oh, wow but, um, yes but the big release next week it's out tomorrow uh, Friday or when you listen to this is called Joker so okay. I think we're all intrigued to see what it is. Yeah, mo- mo- I mean, it's getting mostly positive reviews, but when people are scathing it, they-, they fucking are scathing it. You know, so it-, it seems to be, you know, very kind of up there or fucking Not much of, middle. I think a lot of comic book disappointment on this because I think people, are yeah, because the Vienna Film Festival does not give out awards for comic book films. Yes. They give it through to like something like Suspiria, which was the biggest bell of shit I've seen this year. And, and I think the Joker film it could feasibly be Wack and Phoenix in a room the next to him and talking for f- ninety five minutes to film. And they, they, they would love something like that. Yeah. You, know, you know. I don't Where, think it is that but I think yeah. it could be that. Whereas people are gonna go in, see the name Joker, they're yeah. gonna just think Batman, Batman, and they're gonna come out being like, I think they're almost I think expecting a prequel to Dark Knight Rises or Dark yeah, Knight Dark Knight. It's, 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 sorry, it's Dark not. I don't yeah. think it is, no. Yeah. I think it's, it's a very different kind of Conan cool film. Yeah. I know they've got Kenna Thomas Wayne in there, Bruce Wayne, so I know that's all in there, but yeah, so this is not a fucking Batman film. No. Yet, so. So, so, intrigued and interesting? Yeah. <laughs> Phoenix, Phoenix is always... This is one of the only thing that's got me impressed in the film, the fact it's working Phoenix who I think is the best actor in the last 20 yeah. years, yeah. doing this in a film. And De in this film, yeah. Which, which, but yeah, I mentioned, what else is it? Is that it? Is that's it, it, pretty much it. Joker's tune-up. And your interesting Chinese film you want to see. Yeah, the, the one about, I think one's called The Passenger and the one's about a mountain climb. It's, it's called The mountain. mountain. Is it a Mountain? It's, it's called, a mountain, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so, so there as well So I've really got to try. I was trying to persuade Lorraine To come and see one of them, and She would just give me This weird look like <laughs> You, you know, need well. me to go and see them with you, don't you? I do, yeah <laughs> yeah, Because yeah, yeah, we're always The talking yeah, yeah, You burned you know. me a couple of times With those though I have, but the octopus one Was good, do you remember? one oh, was good, yeah it was fucking genius Tell you to find us <laughs> You can find us At the bar in the ribbon um, Usual haunts uh, Number three beers in the movie At Gmail On Instagram On Twitter And on Facebook um, Give us some, some love I've been calling, you've been? We've been.